Hi everyone, welcome back to Hubert Silva podcast show. It's a great pleasure to be again with you today with my friend Tim Chase. How are you, my friends? Okay, Captain, how are you, mate? Very good, very good. Um, yes, um, few things for us to talk about Arsenal's last performance. And um, once again, we'll try, you know, we'll do it in a very honest way, a very positive way. I know that is uh, a lot of uh, things going on in social media regarding the last result, regarding uh, Pepe's sent off the red card and about the performance, about the result, about and everything that involves Arsenal people wants to have uh, their opinion. A lot, lot, a lot of things going on, but uh, we'll do it in the best way we believe is the, the right way to talk. Yeah, I agree. So some sensitive stuff to talk into, but I think, firstly, happy anniversary. One year we've been doing this podcast now, mate. One year. Hey, we need a cake. We do. We do. And a drink. We need a cake. <laughs> yeah. I'll make, I'll make, I'll have a drink tonight and make a toast for you. I'll send you some, some pictures. And I'll do the same as well. Right. Happy anniversary, mate. Can you believe a year? A year ago, we, we came to your flat in London. Didn't know what we we're going to talk about. While we were filming the first episode, you, while we were filming the first episode, your wife smashed a load of plates in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, no, that was great. You know, it's uh, I'm flies, and um, that time we would never imagine that um, after one year we were going, you know, still face a tough time in the world, you know, going to uh, this COVID nineteen, and uh, it's been tough to everyone. On that time, I'm. I, Arrive in London, arriving back in London you know, to, for a project of uh, two years living with the family. And uh, since um, March, I had changed the plans, came back to Brazil. You, I know you still miss me, you know, right. from uh, going through our filming podcasts, <laughs> well, funny stories. I haven't left the house since March, I don't think, so I'm happy to go anywhere. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go to watch a cricket match or something at the moment. Also, just got. I just sitting in the camera. Got your. Uh, got your t-shirt, mate. So thanks a lot for the t-shirt. I, I still miss mine, but uh, we'll find a way to to solve this problem. But it, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going back in times. You know, one year ago we started our podcast show. Thank you for bringing me to this new world. You know, of uh, entertainment. It's been uh, very enjoyable. It's been very, you know, uh, quite fun. Mm. And uh, but of, of course, in the way we always trying to do in a positive way to encourage people to do things and you know positive in life to encourage people to be motivated. And uh, when we talk about football, just see the, the good side of it because it, it's so easy to to go to negativity, yeah. to the negative points and negative uh, things that uh, happen in the world and uh, throw it here. This not our aim to do because um, leave the others do what they believe is right you know if it's on a negative way but uh, we chose a different way to do things that we believe is, is right and um, you know time fly yeah it is so yeah so I want to say thank you to you as well mate so obviously we neither of us have done a podcast before we didn't know where to start we both thought it would be a good fun to do it so it's uh Often people ask me how I get up doing a podcast with uh, 
a Brazilian football legend or an Arsenal invincible. And they go, you must be an Arsenal fan. I go, no, I'm not. They go, well, what are you doing on it? Why are you on it? How did it happen? I'm like, it's everything down to being Gilberto, being uh, a really humble person. And we have quite a good chemistry and we're quite, quite good friends and get along. So I couldn't say so thank you for kind of keeping me involved. It's been, it's been an honour and a pleasure to get involved and talk to you every week, mate. Yeah, it's great. It's great. The good thing is to grown up, is still learning the process of it. I'm still learning, and uh, but uh, obviously this uh, one year we have uh, we had an experience of talk about uh, many good things. We uh, had some special guests like Roberto Carlos, Mo Farah, Cleberson, Nedo, mm-hmm. and I hope uh, for this next year starting and. We have uh, an opportunity to, to invite some more guests. This we, we have in the list, but uh, we're not going to announce anything for them until we get them filmed and with uh, very good stories. But uh, go back to the point today. Uh, let's, let's go back for the last Arsenal game against Leeds. And um, before the game, we, we talk about you know, how we perceive Leeds, the way they play, you know, very well organized. Um, with Bielsa, you know, one of the top managing managers in the world, as we spoke. And um, the, the difficult Arsenal would uh, would face for this game against Leeds. And um, it seems like that uh, we were not wrong no. because Leeds once again were very organized at the back. Don't leave so much opportunity to Arsenal uh, to to. You know, to to force them to to stay back, just defend. But they were, you know, fast when they have to be in the counter attack. You know, mm-hmm. as uh, I, I said to you, um, I made a comparison when we we were unbeaten. The moment we were, were most dangerous was when we were defending. Mm-hmm. Leads, you know seems very similar in the way they were defending, but when they get the ball, boom, they just go fast and try to create trouble for the opponents. This was one observation that we, we had in the, our last podcast. Yeah. And uh, many occasions in, the, in these games, you know, I, I've seen some situations similar to, to this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we both said that um, we thought there were going to be some similarities to the Aston Villa game where they would come out really fast, be high tempo, high pressing. And you know what? We were right. It makes me feel nice and warm inside that we were right. Uh, not, great, not great about the result. Um, but I think, bearing in mind, you could say it was an improvement from the Aston Villa game. You know, they played against a team that played in the same way, aggressive, fast paced, high press. And they didn't they didn't concede a goal. I think that was down to Leeds' bad luck rather than Arsenal' great defending. If I'm being honest, um, <clears throat> but I think and then obviously Saka had a good chance halfway through the second half with a great ball. It has to be said from Bellerin. I'm not the best biggest of Bellerin fans, um, and I find he can go missing sometimes and can be a bit lazy, uh, not strong enough at times. But he had a great run. Went past two two players and then put a beautiful ball in for Saka. Uh, and we were talking about it just now before we started, started filming that he probably should have taken that first time rather than trying to take it around the keeper. There's too much pace on the ball, I think. Yeah, uh, the pass from Bellerin was really good. You know? mm. Although, in my opinion, I, I haven't seen him uh, doing a, a great game mm. as I have seen in the past. Yeah. But um, I think 
of course, I think the, the game was not so easy, you know, as um, we spoke last last week. But uh, his pass to, to Saka was really good. I think um, it seems like that Saka took a wrong decision. As you mentioned, uh, I thought he could try to, and uh, let's say, give one touch and the second touch, try to score. But from the, the position I have seen, uh, I don't know if my angle, you know, in terms of uh, Saka, uh, try to score was good enough mm. compared to his, you know. Of course, looking from outside, everything is easy. It's right? You know? uh, because, you know what made me mad sometimes? When people uh, say, ah, this, I could score this goal. Yeah. Of course not. Of course, you could not scored this opportunity because you are not there. You're sitting on your fucking sofa. I'm the one on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, of course, uh, for players, you know, when they have this, uh, because Arsenal didn't have many opportunities in the game, this is a kind of, um, in this situation, unique opportunity. You cannot miss the chance, the opportunity to, to right. score a goal. Maybe, maybe, you know, is a supposition. Uh, if it was Aubameyang, you know, always in front of the goal, would maybe be different. But um, the, but we have to, to accept that. You know, he made his decision, what was right, and then he tried to, to score. The goalkeeper saved the, um, the opportunity. It's part of the game. I think it was uh, for Arsenal fans, when we look about the results and maybe the performance it was not what they expected, it's quite frustrating. But compared to the last game against Villa, uh, let's say it's a bit of relief. You know? yeah. Not that something you have to celebrate of, but yeah, uh, you have to, to absorb every circumstance of the game because after the beginning of the second half, Pepe was sent off. This is a big blow for the team. He let the players down, he let his team down, and he understands that. Yeah. This is important, he understands that. And um, and since when Arsenal was down to 10 men, the game stayed even harder. And even so, they created this opportunity with Saka, yeah. which was not so easy because at some point it was uh, leads against Arsenal, put pressure on them in their, in their health. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point, you say you say to yourself, or at some at some stage, Arsenal consider goal. At some stage, Arsenal consider goal. Because yeah. Leeds put pressure on, they hit the post a few times. Yeah. And um, I think the, the result is more down to, I, I, I won't be too hard, say inability of Leeds players, because they, they try as much as they could Arsenal did the best they could down to ten men to defend uh, from Leeds, mm. but um, in the circumstance of the game that where Arsenal need to to make points, you know, uh, play down to ten men was something that uh, they cannot afford to, you know, to to have this kind of situation. They cannot live with this situation so easy, you know. Mm-hmm. But let me give you one example regarding this. So I, I, my opinion, I think, I don't know exactly what Leeds player told to well, Pepe. 
so he they were they were it was a bit a bit before and a couple of minutes before Pepe and him had a bit of a push, and then um, the Leeds player tackled him, and then a couple of minutes later they clashed again, um, and then he basically pushed pushed him and then headbutted him. So I don't believe anything was said, but I haven't seen anything about it. I don't believe anything was said. Um, yeah. It's just that they were just being very competitive. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I, don't, I, don't, I haven't read anywhere that there was he's, insane, he's saying that the Leeds player said something to him. No, this is, is when when uh, the players and they clash on each other is is pretty normal football. It's, football. Uh, it's not uh, something that we have to uh, take on the wrong way. It's just the competition. You have to be more competitive, but smart on on this way. As we spoke before, smart tackle <laughs> always prevail football. You know, just be smart. Don't yeah. let you know this situation happen so easy. But let me give one example that uh, some stupid things happened to me. When I was playing for us, I knew that you were looking forward to this. But um, well, I think the game, the year we were unbeaten against Blackburn away, I was sent off. You know, in the, in the situation, I think after five minutes, maybe less, was ridiculous because um, I got five, to five minutes. Yeah, more or less, like five minutes was the beginning of the game. Even even worse than this situation with Pepe. Yeah. But um, I, I I got a situation when I I got the ball. I I got a foul foul against uh, for me for us. Uh, Savage, he hit my back. You know, I fall down. When I was trying to get up, he hit my back with his knee, and I right. fall down again. You know, for I fall forward again, and because I I, I got a, a knock on my door on my on my back, sorry, and um, then I just for you know like instinct and self defense or whatever I may call it, I just lift my my leg on the side, and uh, he was like a, a nice actor, and uh, he Probably just so. touched my my leg and boom. Fall down, ridiculous, you know. But uh, my attitude, yeah, Rob Savage, was ridiculous the way I've been sent off. Yeah. Um, I should not not react. First of all, first principle. But um, maybe if we had a VAR, VAR, <laughs> could help. Some of you said you should have VAR. You hate yeah, VAR. Yeah, people would have like um, a yellow card. I think the point in this situation when the players react, you know, the first, uh, I think, maybe the rules of um, Premier League, if the players react, give them the red card. But many situations should be analyzed, especially if the players have not the yellow card. You know, it should be analyzed if they deserve or not. If the referee seems, you know, he can judge. If the linesman seems or the fourth referee, especially now with VAR. You know, yeah. sometimes he had busted, so you can't get away with what yeah. he did. But the point is because he reacts, you know, yeah, and um, you know, going back to my example, I should not have done that. I I let the players down, you know, it was terrible because I felt so bad afterwards, you know, because I could do nothing. The good thing because we won that mm -hmm. game, I, I don't know if it was one or two new cherry score on that day. Let's say, oh, save my day. But um, 
it's not always you get this result, you know, and but this is a point for him to learn. Yeah. What did uh, Arsene say when he got sent off, when you saw him again? What did he do? I don't know. I avoid him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him. <laughs> when I don't see him. Yeah, you know, I want to go home because it's ridiculous. You know, I, I remember that uh, because every game before I go to the stadium, you know, I call to the farm, to my wife, you know, I say, oh, I'm going to the game and I, I, will not, I cannot speak in the next, you know, the next uh, few minutes until you get there just after the game. Yeah. She was watching the game, you know, and uh, the game starts. Suddenly, I think she went to the kitchen. Came back, I was not there after five minutes. And <laughs> the game was played. I, I phoned her up. She just you know, was concerned, what's, what's wrong? He was supposed to be on the field and she's call, he's calling me. She was told there was something uh, wrong happened to me. And, um, but I said, no, I got sent off. It's ridiculous. You know, I'm just upset. Just let you know, because if you watch, I watch the game, you may not see me. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, but, what, what did the other players say? Did any other players say anything to you? No. Everyone knows. No, they, they knew you, you didn't used to do that sort of thing. You were quite sort of composed footballer, weren't you? So it wasn't the normal thing that you did. No. And everyone knows Robert Savage is an arsehole. I think the players understand, you know, when uh, you respect uh, the environment, when you respect the game and uh, when you do things right. And when you do some mistakes, you know, they don't turn against you. I think the moments now for, you know, compare the both situations, the moment that... Uh, the player supports Pepe because uh, you just said to me that has been abused on social media. Yeah, this is ridiculous for me. It's disgraceful. This cannot be, cannot exist. You know, he made a mistake. He understand that he, you know, he say sorry for that. He let, he know he let the players down, but um, it's time for everyone to support the guy. Yeah, you know, but I mean, it's it's with what's going on in the world at the moment people dying left, right and centre, world countries being shut down. This is just a football match. Let's put this in perspective. This is just a football match. Right? There's not match more important things to be worried about. And they are human beings, like anybody else. You know, they, they can make mistakes, they can, you know, but uh, they, you know, in, the, in his case, he just came out and said, listen, I let the players down. You know, it can happen to anybody. It happened to me, happened to many other players, you know. Um, and uh, Zidane, he let the, his players down, you know, with the French team mm-hmm. against Italy. He got sent off and they lost the, the final of the World Cup. Yeah. But listen, we are human beings. And we are, you know, we can, we, are, we can make mistakes. But it's not a point for anybody in the world, you know, abuse you or being racially abused or whatever uh, they may say to you to uh, put you down. You know, there's no point. You know, this is not, it's not about, um, it's, not, it's not football. It's not the football it's we like. It's pathetic as well, you know, if you, and I'm sure people just say it to get a reaction. It's just mm-hmm. pathetic. It really is. Uh, like I said, with what's going on in the world at the moment, we don't know what's going on with him. It's, it's, I'm not condoning what Pepe did. No, because it's a ridiculous thing to do. But this is just over a game of football. 
uh, and, and what, what's going on with the with the, um, the Floyd stuff, and then the Black Lives Matter. So George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter uh, kicking racism out. Everyone's doing so much work to kick out racism, and then these idiots come on social media and do just want type something out and then send it. It's just pathetic. It really is. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just not even worth talking about these people anymore. No, I think what they, those people should do is look at the mirror. You know, look at the mirror every time when they 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 think about abusing somebody else you know if this action would be against them what do you feel this for me is the end of discussion regard this abuse and i hope um, pepe is right you know he learned with the mistakes he made to avoid this in the future i think this is, um, everyone can learn from it yeah. and uh, play smart just play smart. You know, if he's upset with the player, make sure he knows exactly uh, when time for him to go hard and to tackle him. Uh, because the, this situation, when I went sent off, you know what uh, my uh, my bad conscience told me? Why you being sent off without smash him? <laughs> do something. At least do it for something. To tackle. Oh, you know, a hard tough. You go to the ball, but you hit the guy proper. And that's okay, you know, it makes sense, but there was no sense what I have done. Yeah, he's tapping his leg, yeah, but you know, it's not about to, to kick somebody. I'm not saying that he has to kick anybody else on the field for the next time, mm. but just make sure you don't do something that can cause a problem for your teammates and um, learn from it. Yeah. I think this is what they, they you know, learning from the, the this performance, the last two performances, you know, Aston Villa terrible result and this leads, you know, dealing uh, with uh, the situation to play down to 10 men. Uh, just, you know, how can you learn from it and go to the next game? Because next weekend they got oh, Wolves. Mm -hmm. Wolves got, I think, 14 points and Arsenal 13, correctly? Yeah. It's so going I'm to be a tough game again. It's another, another attacking team, right? Yeah, as another attacking team, Nuno Spirit Santos is doing a great job uh, at Wolves the, la the last couple of years. And um, they'll be hunting Arsenal. There's no other way, you know. They need to be prepared again. They need to be, be up for the game, despite the fact Arsenal is going to play at home. It's important that Arsenal absorb all these last, uh, last performance they got against... Um, Leeds and uh, and Villa, mm. and put it back again, you know, as we have seen against United away when they won the game. And um, I think this uh, is a moment for them. I think this is what they need to show. Yeah, no, exactly. I think it's going to be, well, the good news is it's going to be playing against a team where they've done the same thing already. Uh, so it's going to be similar to Aston Villa and Leeds. So they should be well prepared for that type of stuff. It's just and no disrespect to ask Aston Villa or Leeds. I think the players that Wolves have are slightly more technical, slightly better individual players. Um, uh, so I think it's going to be probably even tougher game. But however, the form, they're not in great form at the moment. So uh, let's see. But I, uh, what do you think? Just, what's, your, what's your prediction? Um, I, I'm always confident on Arsenal. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have to be. It's not, it's, not, it's not easy. Last few performances have not been their best. But I have to, you know, to support the team. I have to, you know, believe that they can do things better. 
learn from, from the mistake, learn from the process and, uh, and uh, hope um, the strategy works better and the players you know, work in a, in a better way in order to get the result. But um, I still believe that Arsenal is going to win 2-0. And oh, the game against, uh, against uh, Wolves uh, go from um, Alba, Mayank, Mm. And um, yeah, maybe like I said, I think it's going to play for the next game. I think it's going to be, um, I think it'll be 2 1, sorry, 2 0 Wolves. Because I have to go against Wolves now, don't I? Yeah. Um, Otherwise, no fun for anybody else. Um, So I saw you tweeted earlier for questions for Gilberto for the podcast. So I'm going to ask you uh, three questions that we have here. Uh, so, the first one, um, how involved was Arsene Wenger during the games? Uh, sending instructions constantly, just or just when needed, or let the players dictate the tempo and the style? Uh, that's from Urgent Foreigner, has uh, tweeted that. So, what, how involved was Arsenal against uh, when you were playing from the, from the sideline? Uh, yeah, it normally was, was calm, and because um, you... you he always rely on the players. Um, Sometimes he just came out, came off the bench, and I stand uh, close to to to, to the sideline, give some instruction. Sometimes was quite uh, <laughs> let's say upset when things uh, didn't go right. It's normal, you know. But uh, he always in the dressing room encourages us when things was not right, just to keep. The strategy, if he had to change a few things, just speak to us, you know, the best way he could. I, I rarely uh, seen him, uh, have seen him very nervous in the dressing room. He always got his tempo right and uh, very controlled. Uh, a few times, you know, he was not upset. He was not so happy. And uh, he has to speak a bit loud and uh, a bit nervous. But in general, he always tried to to more put uh, put us in a, the right uh, condition to come back stronger. I think this uh, this mindset of him, you know, was important for us. So he didn't really sort of say too much. He just left you to it during the game, and then at half time and before the game, he tried to prepare you well, make some changes and recommendations. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. But in a, in a good way, you know. Of course, a few times when we, we didn't have a good first half, he arrived a little bit uh, angry inside uh, the dressing room. But uh, it's to put us, you know, because sometimes in football, it is normal. Uh, we don't do things right in the first half. The manager come and uh, shout a few times in order to put you back in the game. It's, uh-huh. It's quite normal you have to, to deal with that yeah. when this happened. Okay. Uh, next question is from that Quagliariella fella. Good name. Um, he said he'd like to know what it was like to score Arsenal's first competitive goal at the Emirates. And we've heard this one before, but the good question is he's putting what's it how did it compare to scoring again at, at Highbury? So how the question was what's it like to score Arsenal's first goal at the Emirates? And what's the difference between scoring at the Emirates and scoring at Highbury? Uh, it was great. Score the whole stadium was fantastic for me. 
Scoring at Highbury, the, 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 it's great because um, you were close to the fans, you could celebrate with them, you know, very close to the sidelines. And um, you could see their, their face, you know, could recognize somebody else there. And uh, also it's a historic stadium. At the Emirates, it was something I would not imagine being the first Arsenal player to score there. It's some, some gift um, from football I, I received. And uh, so special as well. Do you remember as the first Arsenal player to score for, for the team in the, in the new stadium, the new era of the club? Mm. Yeah. And you bring it up every time I talk to you. <laughs> um, what do you think about Pepe? Not necessarily the red card, but just as he's performing. I think, I think he's, a, he's a good player. He's a good player. We spoke about him before. I don't remember which episode, but we spoke about what he needs to do in order to, let's say, to have a better performance. Because he got ability to dribble. 1v1, he got a condition to, to be the guy who breaks the line. What I believe he should change when he got to get the ball, just go forward to the ball. Don't stop and try to pass the ball over the ball, to pass his feet over the ball. You know, man, one view one, believe on your ability, your speed. He, he's fast, he got ability. But the moment he stopped in front of the opponent, everyone composed and they, he can do nothing. I think this is one observation. I have seen his game, but uh, of course he, he has the ability to to grow up uh, even more and to play much much better from what he had, the way he has played for Arsenal. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is my observation for him. Okay, cool, nice one. All right, well, Great, good luck against Wolves. No way, but uh, yeah, it was great. You know, short again, very sharp, very objective, and uh, hope. The next game against Wolves, we change a little bit our, our speech here. <laughs> yeah, we must have something positive. We haven't done more, more positive and talk more about the, the better performance of the players, uh, team performance, individual performance, and a great result from Arsenal. Yeah, because I mean, we haven't we haven't done Player of the Week this week. We don't. I don't we don't believe there's an Arsenal player that deserves Player of the Week, and there wasn't one uh, in the Aston Villa game either. So. Come on, guys. If nothing else, Arsenal players, you need to step up and get yourself one of the uh, one of the very rare prizes of the Berto Silver Player of the Month, Player of the Week. Yeah. Sorry. Come on, Arsenal. We believe on you. Nice. Come on. friend, thank you once again to be part of it. See you in the next episode. Take see, care. You See you next week. I said good luck as well. So obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget we've got a podcast on all the platforms. Uh, if you're watching this or listening to this on your podcast, don't forget we've got a YouTube channel. So both are called, uh, so Gilberto's YouTube channel is The Invisible Wall and the podcast is called The Invisible Wall. So search either of those on either platforms and either see my handsome face and Gilberto's average face or listen to us while you're working out, walking or generally trying to work and avoid the children. Fantastic, Ben. All the best, team. See you next episode, Ben. Yes, All the best, everyone.